Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destination and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Madden NFL 20, and games upcoming this week are Age of Wonders Planetfall, Metal Wolf Chaos XD, The Forbidden Arts, Must Dash Amigos, Damn Psy, and Subdivision Infinity DX. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and it was a busy week, we have 11 stories to cover. Number 1, coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. Announced by Megan Spur on XboxWire.com, August 1st we can play Ashes Cricket, Pandemic, and Downfall, August 8th is the Jackbox Party Pack 2, and Space Hulk Tactics, and August 14th is Slay the Spire. Number 2, two years later Minecraft still doesn't have its Xbox One X graphics enhancements. Ethan Gotch at Kotaku writes, The Super Duper graphics pack for Minecraft was announced at E3 2017, just over two years later it still has never been released, and there has been little news about the update's progress. Back in 2017, the team sounded optimistic, quote, Today we're revealing a new look for Minecraft that we're super duper excited for you to try out, one that's inspired by the power of the Xbox One X available this fall, said Mo Yang brand director Lydia Winters on stage at Microsoft's press conference that year. She was referring to the super duper graphics pack, an update that would allow Minecraft to run in 4K, as well as add new lighting effects and on the Xbox One X, at least, increase draw distances to make players' worlds feel that much bigger. While the Xbox One X came out as scheduled that fall, the Super Duper graphics pack did not. At MineCon later that year, the game studio announced it had been delayed until the following year. Quote, there's a lot of work to be done and we're still not going to be ready to launch it in 2017, the company wrote on its website. We'll be releasing Super Duper next year and we'll have more information for you on Minecraft.net. That information never came though, leaving people to wonder about its fate to this day. Minecraft wasn't featured prominently at E3 last year or this year, and while the game has received major updates in the last two years, including the Life Aquatic patch that added oceanic exploration, and crossplay between Minecraft players on Xbox One, PC, Mobile, and Switch, the 4K graphics showcased two years on the Xbox One X are still missing. Notably, it's the only first-party game on the platform that still doesn't have any Xbox One X enhanced features. As a day-one buyer of the Xbox One X, I'm saddened for all you Minecraft players out there, as it really just does enhance the experience for all of my games. I love it. Number 3, New Games with Gold for August 2019. Teen Shimabukuro on XboxWire.com writes, in August on Xbox One, fight the monster swarm in Gears of War 4 and then experience the thrill of racing in Forza Motorsport 6. On Xbox 360 and Xbox One via backwards compatibility, explore treacherous dungeons in Torchlight, then prepare to do battle with fearsome beasts in Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Another great lineup for the free games with gold, anyone who hasn't played Gears of War 4 or never played a Gears game at all, it's a great starting point to jump into the series, I very much enjoyed my time with it. Number 4, Showtime's Halo TV series may reveal Master Chief's face. Matt Kim at IGN right? After several delays and false starts, a live-action Halo TV series is finally moving forward at Showtime. While the studio says it will stay true to the source material, there is one area that might make a big departure from the games, Master Chief's face. Quote, there's all kinds of new drama that we'll be exploring, but we will stay faithful to the canon, Showtime president Gary Levine told Deadline at the annual Television Critics Association. Quote, we're not going to violate anything that's in a canon. However, Showtime may cross one line neither Bungie nor 343 Industries have walked over yet, showing Master Chief's face. When asked by Deadline if audiences 
is we'll see Master Chief's face in the Showtime series. Levine declined to answer and said offered a non-committal, quote, we will have to wait and see. I wanted to include this more TV-focused news story as Halo is our biggest franchise in Xbox and we have never seen the man's face. Number 5. Call of Duty Modern Warfare devs comment on Battle Royale. Damon Hatfield at IGN notes, Last year's Call of Duty Black Ops 4 included the Blackout Battle Royale mode, which turned out to be a polished take on the formula that worked really well. But Blackout won't be part of this year's Modern Warfare reboot, and it sounds like the developer at Infinity Ward didn't consider including it. At the multiplayer reveal this week, Joseph Saad, the multiplayer design director, told IGN that Modern Warfare and Black Ops 4 just have very different vibes. Quote, we really focused on Modern Warfare, authentic and gritty, realistic weapons, and it's a different experience. It's really just pulling back to Modern Warfare and keeping that pure, Sasat said. So no Blackout, but will Modern Warfare have any kind of Battle Royale mode? Joel told IGN, Infinity Ward has big fans of Battle Royale. We're excited for larger player counts and things like that, but right now we're really focused on core multiplayer. Part of that core multiplayer is a long-standing Call of Duty mode called Ground War. This week Infinity Ward showed off 20 vs 20 gameplay, but in the future they're shooting for Ground War to host over 100 players. 100 players is a nice number for Battle Royale mode. Based on Sasat's comments, it sounds like that isn't part of the plan for Modern Warfare right now. Even though Blackout allowed for 100 players, three digits would be a first for Call of Duty's core multiplayer mode. The developers are really excited about this larger player count. Of course I would love a Battle Royale mode in this game and pretty much any video game, but I've really loved what I've seen from the game thus far, and I hope it pulls me back into that core multiplayer like the original Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. Number 6. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Beta Start Dates How to Join Eddie Maka Check GameSpot writes, As part of the big Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer reveal, Infinity Ward announced the beta for the military shooter that will take place across two periods in September. Thanks to Activision's exclusive deal with Sony, PlayStation 4 players will get a head start with the multiplayer beta, but players on Xbox One and PC will also have a chance to try it out. Starting on September 19th, all pre-order players on Xbox One and PC can start playing. And then, starting September 21st, the Modern Warfare beta opens to everyone across PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Importantly, the second beta testing period from September 19th to 23rd includes crossplay support. Intriguingly, Modern Warfare's crossplay support unites players across PS4, Xbox One, and PC, becoming one of only a small handful of games to support this level of crossplay. I can't wait to try this game for myself, the new engine looks great, and seeing a game as big as Call of Duty enable crossplay support is exciting for the industry. Number 7. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep delayed two weeks, now launching in October. Jordan Serrani at IGN writes, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep and New Light, its free-to-play version, have been delayed to October 1st. They were initially scheduled to be released on September 17th. Cross-safe support, which was announced alongside New Light, is still scheduled for later this summer, according to Bungie. Quote, being independent means that the future of Destiny 2 is entirely on our team, the developer wrote on its blog. It also means that we're agile enough to choose to do what's best for the game and our players, even if it's the hard choice. I was a hardcore Destiny 1 player, and Destiny 2 at launch, but I fell off after, and only time will tell if this will be the time I jump back in. Number 8, Zombieland Double Tap is getting a tie-in game. Amogen Beckelling at Eurogamer writes, The highly anticipated sequel to Zombieland releases this October, and with it comes its very own game for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Zombieland Double Tap Road Trip is a top-down co-op shooter based off of the Zombieland sequel, and you'll be able to play it on October 15th, three days before the film hits the cinemas. The game allows local play for up to four players to fight through mobs of zombies as one of the main characters from the films, Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita, and Little Rock. It'll feature a story mode set after the first film, and horde mode as well as weekly challenges and unlockable characters from the new film. There's no trailer for the game just yet, which is a little worrying as these sorts of spin-off games can be a hit and miss. Take Stranger Things 3 the game for example, which has a very similar top-down style. Zombieland Double Tap Road Trip is being developed by High Voltage Software and published by Game Mill Entertainment, which previous titles include The Conduit and Nickelodeon Kart Racers. 
I recently rewatched Zombieland myself, and I can't wait for the sequel this fall, so here's to hoping an actual good game comes from a movie tie-in. Number 9. Capcom asks Resident Evil fans to test a new game. Oscar Deus at GameSpot writes, Capcom is asking for feedback on a new game and has in development. Interesting enough in itself, but the kicker is that it's specifically asking the Japanese Resident Evil community. The email to Resident Evil ambassadors, which was seen and translated by Resi fansite Biohaze, informs them of a new, quote, game that's in development. The email reads, To all Resident Evil ambassadors, thank you for your patronage regarding the Resident Evil series. Today we are letting you know that we are recruiting testers for a game that's in development. We are interested in incorporating the feedback of all ambassadors into our development, so please read the details below and if you are interested in participating, click the entry button. It is unclear which game Capcom is referring to in this email. It's possible the company is working on the next mainline entry to the series or another remake akin to this year's Resident Evil 2 remake. However, Resident Evil 5 and 6 are being ported to Switch later this year, so it could merely be these versions undergo testing. It may not necessarily be a Resident Evil title at all, of course, though it would perhaps be a strange move to ask the Resi community for feedback on a non-Resi game. GameSpot has contacted Capcom for more information. As Resident Evil 2 Remake slash the original is in my top 3 favorite games of all time, I could not be more cautiously optimistic to not give my hopes up that this could possibly be Resident Evil 3 Remake or Resident Evil 8 both. Could not be more excited for when they eventually get announced. Number 10. Diamond Casino and Resort sees biggest player numbers since GTA Online's launch in 2013. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Grand Theft Auto Online's Diamond Casino and Resort has been a huge success for Rockstar Games as it has seen the biggest single day and week in player numbers since GTA Online's launch in 2013. As reported by THR, Rockstar did not share the actual number of players but it is known that Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold over 110 million copies globally and that an in-game census from 2014 showed GTA Online boasted over 30 33 million active players. Since first launching in 2013, GTA 5 has become the highest grossing media title of all time, with over 6 billion in lifetime revenue. I wanted to include this as this is the game that never stops, and it's very intriguing to think about what Rockstar is going to do with the next generation. A new Grand Theft Auto game did not launch on this generation of consoles. Grand Theft Auto 5, if you don't recall, was an Xbox 360 PS3 game. Number 11. Ninja will likely help Microsoft gear up for a new type of console launch. Patricia Hernandez at Polygon writes, This week news broke that Tyler Ninja Blevins is leaving Twitch, a live streaming platform that made him famous during the height of Fortnite's popularity, which came as a shock to the gaming community. Twitch went out of its way to market the neon-haired star, once even angering other streamers because the platform decided to advertise Blevins on other people's channels. And now the same guy Twitch championed above others has cut loose. Both Mixer and Twitch declined to comment on how much money has been offered to Blevins, but it's hard to imagine that something else could have been the motivating factor here. Blevins has been pretty up front about his monetary concerns, with many high-profile interviews noting that the man can't even have breakfast without worrying about how many subscribers and therefore money he's losing during that time. Mixer is owned by Microsoft, which also owns Halo, and we know that Microsoft alongside Sony is gearing up for a next generation of consoles. Halo Infinite is going to be a launch game for the next Xbox, currently known by its codename Project Scarlet. What better way to market the proceedings than to have Blevins by your side? I wouldn't be surprised if Blevins ends up being the name and face of Xbox, and by extension Halo this time next year. As most people, I myself was shocked by this news but also very excited for Microsoft. What a brilliant marketing move for Xbox and Microsoft to get Ninja on their streaming platform and in their ecosystem. He's going to be used to sell so many consoles and now so many games if they really do position him behind Halo Infinite. Very exciting times ahead. 
As always, we end our show with learning an Xbox fun fact together. This week, it's a little fun fact about Halo, and that it was initially a third-person action game. After Microsoft purchased Bungie, they turned it into a first-person shooter. Really interesting to think that one of the biggest games of all time in the video game industry could have been a completely different genre. Who knew? Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. What a sad adult life it's been this week as I've had no time to play any video games, gearing up to move into my own house, but hopefully I can find some time to finally start Halo 4 and finish Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remastered campaign. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brozo93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.